All right, oh, we are Dr. we are officially. Oh, I'm sorry, Doctor Peepee. Oh yeah, you heard me. You you do a standard Doctor Peepee. You do a you do a diet. You oh, do, diet. You do a diet. Okay. I do diet. I've I cut I cut real soda out of my diet. I don't I don't know what it is about diet soda. I don't know which chemicals specifically I like, but I'm I'm a diet soda guy too. Which one? Let's see. I think I think the more common one is just aspartame. Yeah, that's just aspartame in mm. here. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff, man. Bring it, dude. If can I buy aspartame just in like a in like a big jar, like a bucket? Sure, I'm sure you can. I will surely you must be spoon able to. feed that right into my mouth hole. Let me get on Amazon. You can buy, right you can buy a barrel of of personal lubricant by like the oil drum barrel size. So like, oh. if you can't buy some aspartame, uh, I mean people people need that. Oh, so equal is just aspartame. Probably Splenda. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, dude, you could get two thousand packets, twenty one dollars. I could get it cheaper. Come on, Amazon. You're not fooling me. We need we need a uh, like industrial like wholesale aspartame. <laughs> I need a I need an aspartame plug. I need it by the drum. <laughs> Fun fact: uh, aspartame became a thing because uh, there was some chemists doing their thing, you know, doing chemistry as <laughs> chemists do. And one of them uh, asked like the, the other the other guy in the lab. Them, he said, "Test this," like they're doing something. But the guy heard taste this, and so he tasted it, and it was sweet. And the other guy was like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, you said taste this. He said, no, I said test this. And he was like, well, it's sweet. And he goes, really? And they're like, yeah. And then so that's how aspartame became a thing. Dude, that guy got sick. He rolled the dice for a second. Genuinely. He genuinely did. No, it's powdered sulfuric acid. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's asbestos, you idiot. (laughs) You fucking moron. And yeah, so here we are. So we have aspartame completely by accident, nice. accidentally on purpose. And somehow legally, companies could say sugar-free. Yeah, because it's not sugar. It's but I mean, come on, you know what I'm saying? You're you're. There's a there's a so sugars have a certain shape, like chemically, and they react with your taste buds by matching the the like receptor of that same shape. Okay. Of that molecule. Okay. And so it tricks your brain into thinking, oh, these pieces fit perfectly, so this must be sweet. <laughs> like, this is the receptor for sweet, and it's being matched with this little matching puzzle piece of of chemical structure. And so it's a very similar chemical structure. It's not sugar, but it looks like sugar to the body. So the body's like, yep, but that's sugar, so it's sweet. Your body's, like, processing it like sugar, right? Correct. Your body's like, oh, yeah. fuck, okay, this is sugar. I'm mm-hmm. getting excited. It's, it's like um, with capsaicin, like when you eat spicy peppers— Mm-hmm. Like it's not physically burning your body. Your body just goes, "Oh, this chemical that has touched this receptor is the same biomechanical mechanism for hot. So therefore, this is hot." Mm-hmm. And your body says that's hot when it's not actually hot. It's just a chemical tricking your brain into going, "Yep, that's temperature hot." <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I so that's why your mouth burns. I appreciate you breaking down the science. I'm just saying it's false advertising. I had this argument with my grandma. She was essentially she had soda with aspartame in it. Like I don't, I don't mm. know what brand it was. 
but the whole thing on the front is like, oh, sugar free. And she's right. like, oh, see, it's sugar free. And I was like, you don't like you don't understand. Like this is <laughs> there's so much like the fact that it says zero grams of sugar on the back is criminal. Yeah. It's criminal. Right here. I'll give you a better hill to die on. You know, when you like when you're eating <laughs> when you're eating like Tic Tacs or like gum or whatever, and it says like zero calories per serving or whatever. OK. Or even even with the soda, like it says zero calories. It's not actually zero calories. But there is a minimum uh, amount of calories per serving that you have to meet before you say there's sugar, there's calories in this. And it's, I think it's five, it's either three to five uh, calories per serving. So if you're eating something that says zero calories, it can be anywhere from one to like just under three or just under five, whatever that limit is. Mm -hmm. So all of the zero calorie stuff always has at least a couple calories. But at the end of the day, it's completely dietarily uh insignificant and so legally they're allowed to say there's zero calories per serving if it's less than a certain amount of calories so there is calories okay so I, that's a better hill to die on but you're saying it's probably less than three correct calories. it's it's a couple calories but i'm, it's not I'm okay with that i'm not going to get litigious over that i'm just interesting. saying if, interesting. if the okay. zero calorie if a, if a 12 to 16 ounce <laughs> beverage has the equivalent uh, to like 36 grams of sugar if I'm eating like a liquid Snickers bar. I need to know about it. Legally, I think the public should know about it. But okay. it's not It's not sugar. It's sugar-shaped <sighs> in terms of chemistry. It's, <laughs> it's sugar-shaped. Dude, you're hitting, sugar, me, you're hitting yeah. me with the clean coal right now. No, we're burning clean coal. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're, we're, we're double-sifting it. We're, we're passing the smoke through cheesecloth. <laughs> it's clean, I promise. It's fine. <laughs> You're getting you're getting an atmospherically insignificant amount of coal in your lungs is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> just accept it as zero and you'll be fine. Accept it. As just gaslight your body into thinking we're not poisoning you and your kids and your kids' kids. Unbelievable. Oh, another how about this? Um fucking which one was it? ExxonMobil? Pretty sure it was ExxonMobil. Okay. Um, you know, big oil oil tycoons sure. let's throw them all um, under the bus i'm ready yeah fuck all of the the fossil fuel industry um but exxon mobile knew the uh the human effect on climate change back in the 70s mm -hmm. they paid for their own like firm to like run the numbers and find out like how significant of an impact uh humans had on climate change mm -hmm. and they found it was very significant and almost solely human driven and they go, great. And they sat on the data since like the 70s. So they knew how catastrophic our impact was to the planet and the change in the in the climate. And they just didn't tell anybody so they can continue doing their business. Like they know that they are the problem and that, you know, the rest of our human doing is causing climate change. And they're like, fuck yeah, tell no one. <sighs> and that recently got exposed. Yeah, so so I, I I read a little bit about that. So what happens now? That's what I want to know. Um, it's at this point it's too big of an industry to fail. Um, so like it would require like sweeping government reform mm -hmm. before like the companies would actually be forced to do anything about it. Because like they routinely like you know when you know when there's like uh you know like oil rig um ruptures and it just dumps a bunch of oil in the ocean oh my God, or yeah. like 
oil pipelines burst and a bunch of oil gets all over the place. Like they're they're fine like a couple million dollars when they make like tens of billions of dollars per quarter. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's literally that's like me getting fined for jaywalking like 10 cents. I'm like, ah, okay, here you go. You know, like they're making like in in orders of a magnitude more money per quarter than they are how much you know they get charged for like a single fine like once every couple years yeah so it's like there's there's nothing that's like you're ruining everything stop they're like no thanks look how much money i'm making and so they just keep doing it and so until there's like a proper like mandate by the government um nothing's gonna change Mm -hmm. unless they decide to change i mean so I'm, i'm looking at some numbers right now total oil and gas uh lobbyist funds I guess go, going into our political system, uh, 2022 mm-hmm. was $91.29 million. That's so little money when you think about it in the grand scheme. Yeah. Like, they're giving, like, individual politicians, like, $300,000. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're lobbying for these oil companies. So it's, like, they're effectively dooming the planet and, like, the future of, like, their kids and grandkids for a couple hundred thousand dollars like for the now it yeah that's another thing like i'm I'm sure a lot of these ceos a lot of these politicians have families right have yeah. children you know want to have grandchildren want their legacy to continue but the the planet's completely fucked yeah. everyone and holds like, their their hands over their ears and eyes and goes oh i don't i don't know i don't believe the yeah science. what is what's the saying like wi- wisdom is uh is when a man uh, plants a tree whose shade he knows he'll never sit in hmm. or or I th- it's, it's like something like that so it's like doing something now that will benefit the future like if you if you're making a change for good that you're not going to benefit from in your lifetime like that's like a true um like litmus test for like a properly like wise yeah decision for the future or like for you know humanity i you know maybe i'm a little ignorant to it but how is citizens united the citizens united act and lobbying still allowed it's it's kind of fucking i mean obviously it's because the money like the people who make the laws right, are because the, exactly the, yeah but it's, it. it's regulated corruption right correct yeah it's uh it was a decision that made that turned corporations into people so Citizens United effectively made it to where there was no cap on how much money a person could donate to a politician for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so corporations uh, are effectively by that by Citizens United standards, like a corporation is considered like, you know, like if a, if a, if a corporation donates money to a politician, that's considered like a private citizen to citizen like transaction essentially and so because of that like so like right now you could give however much money you wanted to whatever politician you wanted to because that's your right as a person but they wrote it in a way that that also extends to corporations it's so it's the sugar-free equivalent to (laughs) political corruption right this isn't sugar this isn't a bribe political corruption this isn't corruption it's Citizens yeah. United. I mean, yeah, there's a really funny slash depressing slash interesting, um, like not really a theory at this point. It's like a just a, an observable thing 
that basically every bad decision that has been made or every bad thing that's happened to this country uh, could basically, basically all be tracked back to Reagan. Hmm. It was either his decision or uh, a domino effect of a direct domino effect to his decisions that led us to where we're at right now. Okay. And it's actually pretty interesting. Where it's like, if there's something bad that he didn't cause, that thing that happened that was bad happened as a direct result of something that he did, essentially. So, like, everything that's causing everything to go to shit, he's, like, once or twice removed from the decision that caused it. Jesus. If not directly involved. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but he did a lot of irreparable, uh, irreparable damage to the country, which is unfortunate. Oh, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. What are we going to do with oh, you, My man? boy, old, old Ronnie Rigg, dude. Mm. He got that wall taken down, though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he's like, yo, Mr. Gorbachev, if you wouldn't mind. Tear down that wall, trick it down, Get rid of it. economics, Reaganomics. <laughs> That's all I know about Reagan. Yeah, pretty much. That's, yeah. I got yeah. it. All his policies. Said, yeah. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. And thus... Um, Gorbachev, Gor- honestly, I feel bad for Gorbachev because he's kind of in the hot seat. Right? Tear down that wall. He's just sitting there like, fuck, like, what, what am I going to do now? I'm going to keep the and- wall up? And he was uh, running the Soviet Union when Chernobyl exploded. Ooh. Yeah. There's a really interesting uh, story about um, Gorbachev came to visit the U.S. And he uh, he took a detoured stop at a grocery store because he wanted to because he was under the impression that while he was here. I've heard you um, had he was... uh, pieces of Reese's. <laughs> like a very I've only much. had the uh, one Reese. I'm looking for pieces of Reese. Um, and so he was under the assumption that he was being given like a very tailored tour, like a very staged tour, mm-hmm. um, of the U.S. And so to he wanted to see if that was the case. And so he took a detour stop to to go to a grocery store. Like he asked to go to like a a grocery store that was completely way out of the way of like where he was and like where his itinerary had him staying. So he was like, ha pop quiz, like take me somewhere where you weren't planning to take me to like try and catch us. And like, aha, like gotcha kind of thing. And instead he got brought to just a normal, like American grocery store, just like you're accustomed to. And he was like completely blown away at like the options that we had. And if you walk into a grocery store, you have like the fruit, the vegetables, like the produce, the meat, the dairy, like, fucking cheese there's like all this you know there's all the shit that you would find in a grocery store and they obviously didn't have that in the soviet union like mm-hmm. you got you know very little in comparison and that was it, it said that that experience like that moment of like oh shit like we are not like the the big bosses that we thought we were you know like that realization for him was uh is credited to a big chunk of the reason potentially why that led to his uh, his stepping down hmm. of um, of uh, leading the, the USSR. He was just like, damn, <laughs> like the US has just got a fucking beat, dude. He's what? like, I was trying to catch them. Like, you know, he just thought everything was like a very, very carefully crafted like facade. Yeah, like, like so a like, tour of North Korea. Exactly. And so he's like, bring me here. And he's like, oh my God, this shit's lit. Like you guys got eight different types of beef jerky and... Fucking, you can buy milk for a few cents a gallon, like whatever, you know? And it just blew his fucking mind. Uh, Which is kind of crazy to think about. Hmm. 
Yeah, because it wasn't one of the primary objectives of the Cold War to have the USSR kind of burn through their uh, their funds, their economy, the space race, and and whatnot. They were we were trying to just, I guess, get Russia to spend so much money that they couldn't possibly wage a war against us or any other country. Yeah, I think I think that was like part. It was probably like a like a secondary objective. Um. I think uh, is probably arguably the primary objective was to is just kind of like a show of force, hmm. like to the world and to like us, like here at home, and like the the advancement that we made during like the space race, and like the the sixties, like the mid to late sixties, was probably not going to happen again in human history. Like the amount of technological leaps we made was well, insane. Rob, we didn't really <laughs> we didn't really make any leaps. Like obviously, oh, right, the moon landing is all fake. Faked. Yeah. Well, sorry. the The advancements in in cinematography. I should have. You think Stanley Kubrick was just? Clear. He had a little downtime between. Uh, Kubrick the, was like, the "Let's just make it seem Clockwork like Clockwork Orange, dude." There's exactly. a little g- gap in his employment. He's like, "Hold on, we need to gaslight the country." Real I don't quick. think he was in the Bahamas, dude. I don't think he was on set, <laughs> on the moon set. The moon set. I heard the, the moon X-Files set thing. was all made completely out of cheese. Like the whole set was just cheese. He pulled a Tim Burton. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna make it out of real cheese, real we're like hold cheese. on, honest to goodness cheese." What's What's crazy though is uh, when you conceptualize the fact that we went from the first like like the Wright brothers, we had the first human flight. Uh, we went from that to putting a man on the moon in one human lifetime. So there were people that were born when the Wright brothers were doing the first man flight uh, that were also alive when we put a man on the moon. Like that's how quickly we made those those jumps during the space race. It's it's pretty impressive, dude. We could we could do great things when uh, we we focus our energy towards good. Mm-hmm. Just like um, we kind of talked about it or touched on a little bit ago, a couple weeks ago about uh, COVID, the whole MNR. Um, M M M R N A bring over, um, like vaccine technology. Like right now, there's uh, there's a, a cure for cancer that uses uh, mRNA technology um, that's in human trials right now. Mm-hmm. There's I think like a um, there's a vaccine for for what was it just recently? Um, I forget which. Like one of the really common. Um, one of the really common ones is a, another MNR, mRNA vaccine. Okay. So it's like just like that, the amount of the, the amount of uh, work that we got done on like that vaccine technology for mRNA stuff um, was pretty, pretty insane too. During was like what, like a year during COVID they had that time to, to create the vaccine. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, we could use this for a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's, it's we got the vaccine for diarrhea, baby. You're gonna go when you want. Will you have diarrhea in your life? You just vaccinate. It's impressive, dude. We could do great things when we just focus our energy towards for good. It's crazy, man. Yeah, but I would rather. Never mind. You would you would rather have diarrhea? I would never rather have diarrhea. If you ever hear me say that, call the cops. Someone's got a gun to my head. Oh my! (laughs) Give give me the D. Give, give me the vaccine for the D. Whatever the vaccine for the D. I'm Vaccinating not getting my D, D vaccine. <laughs> Bill Gates putting microchips in my butt. 
Hey, oh, not not in my butt, <laughs> not, Mister. Hashtag not my butt. It's trending on Twitter. Has, I, so I've heard. Right, right along with The Last of Us. Right, dude. Tonight, right? What in tonight. an hour, twenty minutes? So I guess we'll we'll talk about it on uh, next week's episode. But The Last of Us, uh, HBO series airs tonight. I'm uh hyped for it. I'm I'm, I'm excited to kind of see like how they're gonna take it. Like, is it gonna be? Like how close to the game? Because if it if it's gonna be close, I feel like we're gonna be heartbroken on the first episode. So, we're, I mean, we're gonna be heartbroken throughout. Um, the showrunner, producer, whoever said they don't want to go beyond the two games. They don't want to adapt yeah, anything they're not else. Adapt, yeah. Uh, which which I think is great. It's it's a really deep, dark, uh, story. And, uh, you know, I don't, I really hope they don't go the Walking Dead route and do 13 seasons. Nobody needs that, you know? I, um, yeah. I mean, especially with the budget they're running, I don't know if anyone's going to fund it for that long. <laughs> like, I, I almost wonder if there, if the, the shortness of it was part of their bargaining chip to be like, we're going to make this really, we have this really big plan for the show and it's going to take a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, how much, like, how long is this running for? You know, because, like, you can't keep that up forever. So I'm seeing, yeah, the budget per episode was between 10 and 15 mil. That's pretty yeah, high. It's like Game of Thrones budget. Yeah, it's a lot of dough. Not as expensive also, as the Rings of Power, which I thought was fine. Uh, which but it's was it's fine. up there. It is up there. I'm I'm excited. I love Pedro Pascal. He he's a fantastic actor. I'm excited to see Bella Ramsey in this new yeah. part. She played um the young uh, Mormont girl in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. She was pretty good then. So, I mean, it was a really well-written character. So, I'm excited to see uh, wh- what she does with Ellie. I feel like she sounds like Ellie, which is pretty cool. Like, when I hear her talk, like, I can I can easily see her being Ellie. Okay. Which I feel like is kind of tight. Good for her. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm... I'm I'm stoked, man. It's nice to see uh, the writing in video games getting recognized. Yeah, because uh, you know, as far as video game adaptations go, right where my head goes to is the Doom movie with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the Resident <laughs> Evil movies, which are not great. And what about Mortal Kombat? You remember the Mortal Kombat? Mortal movie? Kombat, not great. New one was fun. It was, it was pre- fun. Pretty, uh, like, a faithful uh, adaptation, which I could appreciate. And then Uncharted with Tom Holland, which was cute. Again, it was, like, a fun, silly movie. Um, but it's nice to see them finding a mature game, and I, I don't think they're going to dilute it at all. I think it's it's going to be pretty fucking graphic. Uh, and it's, it's going to do the story justice. I mean, so far, all the reviews have been really good. Do we know what the, uh, what the rating is i'm assuming tvma i don't know let me see i'm getting the old googs the old googs last of a show rating was it the mpaa the ncaa what's the intense um, acts of violence that sounds like tvma yeah i like it wait is this the game or is this the show see i typed in ratings and it's all reviews But it it should be very graphic. The game is extremely graphic. 
Oh, wow. Um, and for all of our listeners, hi, listeners. Uh, everybody doesn't know The Last of Us. It's post-apocalyptic uh, United States. Um, United States. There's been a fungus that is uh, almost z- zombifying people, causing them to frenzy and cannibalize. Um, and 20 years after this pandemic wipes out the the human population we follow uh, a man who's kind of uh tasked with bringing a girl across the united states uh and it is it is dark and twisted but it's it's a fantastic story ashley johnson and trey baker are in the show yeah and they voice the two main characters in the games but yeah they're in the show i think ashley johnson uh plays ellie's mother in the show if i'm not if i'm not mistaken i think she plays anna williams i don't know who that is okay me neither she's in two episodes and troy is in one so according to imdb first episode's got a 9.9 out of 10 pretty steep that's pretty high that makes me happy so okay so it is tvma you're right yeah it, it should be watching people getting eaten alive um, oh man, I'm so excited! It's gonna be so good, dude. HBO, man, killing it with The Last of Us. Absolutely, woke up in the bed covered in shit with the Velma animated series. I man, I really, I want it to be good, dude. I like Mindy Kaling a lot. I I, I hope Chris was right, like and Scooby it's just Doo them getting lot. shit on because she's brown. I uh, I'm I'm a, like an old school uh Scooby Doo fan. Yeah. I'll say this, if, if Velma is getting review bombed because Velma isn't white, that's the stupidest and shittiest thing I've ever heard. Welcome if to, it's getting shit on uh, because it's a terrible show, sorry. Yeah, like everybody. if it sucks, great. But like, come on. It's 2023, you know? Yeah, get get over it. What are you, what are you upset about? Stop being a racist. Ooh, who, get brown who people cares? out of my Scooby-Doo. Relax. Get brown people out of my talking dog show. Really? Is that Glenn, serious to you? Yeah, right? Crazy. Dude, that Glenn crazy Howerton voice. voices Fred. Dennis from uh, Always Sunny. Yeah. That's fucking great. Damn, and they blew it? Constance Wu is Daphne? How did they mess this up? <laughs> they, I don't. I don't. I hope they didn't. Oh, Truly my God. Didn't. It's like you got the beef, the buns, the bacon, the cheese, and somehow Yo, you who's, blew it. They got the meat and they blew it. Right? You had all the ingredients to make something delicious. I honestly, I'm, I, I kind of want to watch it and just, you know. Yeah, I want to give it a fair shake. Let's give it a fair shake. I'll go into it blind, salt-free. And when I say salt-free, I don't mean, oh, but there's actually, it's like packed with uh, sodium. <laughs> it's not, it's not salt, it's sodium. It's a sodium analog, okay? It's not actual uh, sodium. Your taste buds are registering yourself. But it's actually, yeah. I'm turning into fucking uh, Inosuke. Dadjuru, what kind of job is this? Get the sodium out of my food. Yo, can we talk about how I sent you, that guy's doing a, a, a signing at a, at a convention soon? And I was like, dude, we're getting tickets. As, as soon as I saw, what's his name, Steven Papadopoulos? What's, what's his name? <laughs> Something like that. Brian Bapalopoulos, Bryce Pappenbrook, I, Bryce Paperback Book. I'm whatever gonna the fuck meet his him. Name was. I'm gonna I'm gonna get him to sign some stuff. I don't know. I I'm think just, he's cool. 
I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he's, know, he I've, I've like seen a, some Instagram videos, and he seemed really nice. He looks like a floor salesman at Circuit City. <laughs> Damn, dude. Ooh. But I'm sure he's fine. Like, I'm sure he's a great guy. I just, <laughs> I hate, I hate I'm his sure voice acting great. for Inosuke. You just look like a loser, is what you're saying. I mean, a little bit. You know what? I'm. You know, that's actually mean. Every, all of our listeners who work at Circuit City. I'm sorry. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. It's nothing okay. shameful no, in, a, in a day's work for a day's pay. There's no more Circuit City, thank God. Yeah, they went right. The way of the uh, Micro Center, or not Micro Center. Um, Best Buy. No, what the fuck was PC it? PC Richards and here. Wait, um, no, that's Sleepies, right? Fuck. Oh, what was the the other one? The big one that was like out here. Uh, I don't remember. Brother Man. It was Walmart? like Micro Center, but not. No, they went out of business. It started with a T, I thought. Target. No, they're still here. It was like a. Damn. I don't think we don't got remember. those, dude. No, you don't. We, got, we, <laughs> got, we unfortunately only have Best Buy. Best Buy is sucks, man. It's, I hate Best it's Buy. It's the worst place in the world. I try not to buy from them um, as frequent as infrequently as I can. I do too, dude. I had to order Alex's uh, headphones for her birthday through Best Buy. They were like the mm. only ones that would get her on time and probably not be counterfeit. I hate that for you. Yeah, Sixth Avenue Electronics had them on sale, for like a hundred dollars off, and everyone's like, "These are fake." They're like, "Yeah, if you find these these headphones brand new for a hundred dollars off, they're fake." And I was like, "Ah, fuck." Truly. So here we go, Best Buy. Enjoy my money, you bastards. You can't. So I'm trying to find um, a list of. So there's the animation studio Mappa. Okay. Ma- Mappa, M-A-P-P-A. Um, they have animated like a lot of the like the really killer um animes. Okay. And in t- uh this year alone, um <laughs> the shows they're animating are Jujutsu Kaisen season two, wow. Attack on Titan season four, Hell's Paradise, Alice Illusion factory chainsaw man. factory which movie chainsaw man and vinland saga and one punch man season three holy is all this this same animation studio hello mappa so like basically they're animating everything that's coming out this year <laughs> holy crap good for them so godspeed to those animators and they're tom brady's gonna see more of his kids than than the people at mappa is what i'm saying <laughs> oh my god Dude, honestly, if if you look at Jujutsu Kaisen, if you look at Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man, it's quality animation. Great animation. It doesn't look like the recycled uh, cells of like old school DBZ and One Piece. Mm-mm. Good for them. That's awesome. Yeah, we got some good stuff coming out quarter one. If you're a nerd, I mean, I mean, you're you're you pretty much got Christmas for the next three months. Yeah, if you like anime, this is your this is your year. Uh, there, there's one coming out uh, that is a, it's a Korean anime, um, but there's a there's a manga out that Gabe's been asking me to read forever, um, but it's called Solo Leveling. You might have heard of it, uh, but that's like a new one that's coming out, and the manga is all full color, like ooh. art. 
and apparently like the the manga for it looks <laughs> I got a little too, too turned on by that you're yeah you're, the like, manga's like, in full my color got hard oh. from that. and like i wasn't even one of those oh. that excited to hear it <laughs> dude can we yeah so oh, that apparently looks really good that was yeah I was just so saying, it, it apparently looks really good i'm interested i got a, i got a lot to uh read right now i honestly i'm gonna have some time uh at work this week i gotta read jujutsu kaisen i gotta read chainsaw man uh, and I will check out. Solo I need to read. One. I need to read uh, Demon Slayer. I gotta. I gotta get that out of the so way. So freaking good. I also I started uh, My Hero Academia Vigilantes, the spinoff, which is also a prequel. That was good. Uh, my buddy Matt finished that. He said it was fucking great, and he was waiting for the characters in that to show up in the main series. Because I think My Hero Academia is gonna end in the next twelve to eighteen months tops. I think. It, I think it's over. And the writer so. said, like, yeah, he's like, this is this is it. Um, and I, I can almost feel him running out of steam. I was actually I was talking to Alex's brother about this. It feels like he's kind of lost control on the world that he built because there are all these factions and characters that have been introduced, uh, you know, given a little bit of backstory, whatever. And there's this huge monumental final battle and those characters right. aren't around like maybe they'll show up at some point but as a reader i have no idea why those characters aren't here right now and i'm very confused it's like the justice league going toe-to-toe with a huge enemy that was super planned out and like batman's not there or not even batman let's say like the flash or uh you know some some other people grew like i don't know green arrow green lantern you're like where where are these guys Right, like why? Like why are they not here right now? So, I don't know. That, well, that's kind of my kinda uh, my complaint. But hey, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's that's more or less kind of what happened with uh with Naruto. Um, like towards the towards the end of that show, it just kind of like it was almost like a uh, Toriyama introducing power levels into DBZ, kind of like fucked him and like pigeonholed like how that show is gonna like be from then on out. Mm-hmm. Because, like, once he committed to the whole, like, power scaling thing, yeah. it just, like, completely just makes... Like, the only thing you can do is just make somebody stronger. So yeah. it's, like, every every fight or every villain that Goku goes up against is just... They're just stronger. That's all it is. And he has to get stronger. Just, like, they have yeah. to match power levels. That's, that was the big problem with DBZ. There's no real justification for anything. It's yeah. Like, you know, the main character becomes a god, and then the next villain just happens to be even stronger. Like, how is that even, like... Yeah, it's like like as you look back, you're like, oh man, thank God Goku fought these villains in this in this exact order. Like everyone's hitting me with like a like a higher number Uno card. Like I don't right. know, as a viewer, that's not really like stimulating or fun. Yeah, I don't know. Because like, what happens if if uh, if Frieza showed up before Raditz? Like, oops, there is no DBZ. There's no DBZ. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean DBZ is a kid show, so you gotta, you know. Yeah. You True. can't you can't but look like, for logic. You just stick around for the fights, and for Sean oh, and so and Chris though. Sabat to just go all out as Goku and Vegeta, and then you yeah. know then we wrap it up. Apparently, the new movie was good. I'm waiting for that to come out so we can watch that. Yeah, fucking win, dude! I'm gonna watch my grandkids. Twenty third. It was in theaters over the summer on March? DVD in March. Yeah, March. I think, I, dude, we were talking about this the other night. I think all of these anime. I think it's Crunchyroll and Funimation that releases them in theaters. Uh, I think they have such a late digital and DVD release 
to try and incentivize people to get into the theaters because both movies made money. Uh, right. uh, um, the DBZ movie and the One Piece movie that came out. Um, Did you see a One summer. Piece game came out? Yeah, it doesn't look great. Um, yeah, One Piece movie Red grossed over $200 million uh, globally. Goddamn. Yeah, good good for them. That's awesome. That's a lot of money. And I think DBZ did really well, too. So Funimation, Crunchyroll, they're, they're killing it. Um. Yeah, new One Piece game. It, the One Piece game, I just, I can't get into it, dude. You know what it is? It's like you walk around as the main characters who are in their, like, generic outfit. And I, I was watching it. It's like a, it's a turn-based RPG. And, like, a bunch of wacky raccoons will, like, pop <laughs> out. And then you gotta battle the raccoons. And, you know, they're all super silly. It's just, it all looks very silly. And One Piece has, like, a silly cartoon style, so I guess it makes sense. But I don't want to, I don't know. It just didn't, didn't look like it was for me. One Piece made, they made, and it's kind of weird, too, because, like, it's the highest selling manga for, like, the last 10 years. Right. Um, They made one fighting game, like, six or seven years ago. That was fucking fantastic. I loved it. One Piece Burning Blood. It was great. Never made another one. Haven't even thought about it. Yeah. They just keep giving us more why. silly RPGs. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that happens more frequently than it should, I feel like. Like, just random... And it doesn't even have to be, like, anime games. Just, like, random, like... Franchises will get, like, one good game... And then, like, they just kind of don't give us those anymore. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I just don't want to beat up crabs as Luffy. And uh, I don't know. It's just, just one thing that pisses me off. And, like, I'm, I'm a super One Piece nerd. When, when the crew gets to an island or it's been a few days, there's a time lapse, they're wearing different clothes. You know? And it's that little detail that I love. And those outfits kind of become iconic to to the story arc like i could see right. oh sanji's in his maroon suit i know he's on wano kuni or like you know they, they just they're people so after a few days you know they change clothes and why does right. the game just have their like generic outfits on it just drives me nuts like the the director of the game like the artists they have to be at least a little bit passionate about it right you didn't want to give luffy you, a you different shirt Oh, a new island. Oh, we're here. This is exciting. It's an adventure. Let me put on a cool hat. Let me get some, I don't know, some goggles. Maybe a pair of boots. I don't know. It's just, it seems so, like, uninspired in, like, surface level. Yeah. And then the gameplay looks so fucking boring. And then on top of that, it's $60. I think I'm good. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt like with the, the Demon Slayer game. It's kind of like a little arena fighter. But it was, like... It seemed pretty shallow, and then it was also it was like seventy American. It was like no, oh, I can't do that. Really, I can't do that. I'm sorry. At, yeah. le- at least with like a fighting game, you could get some replayability out of it, and if you got a friend who's a fan, you could like have a good time. But you wouldn't want to get a Demon Slayer game where you're running around like fighting mean little dogs. Yeah. In a turn, like even if I even if I find this like on like a key reseller, it's still like thirty something dollars. And also, like, all those games are always so behind the Hino on the Kami manga the anime. Chronicles. Hino, dude, Hinokami Kagura, baby. <laughs> Dance of the Sun God. 
Yo, when in doubt, Hinokami Kagura, dude. We're going to play a drinking game where every time Tanjiro says Hinokami Kagura, you take one shot of gin. And whoever oh, gets God. their stomach pumped at the nearest <laughs> hospital first wins. wins. You win. Wait, no, you Man. lose, right? You lose. If you get your stomach pumped, you lose. You're a bitch. The last one standing, the last one pumped. Yeah. I didn't like that. Because we're both, we're both going to the hospital every the time. The last one pumped? <laughs> Hinokami Kagura. Or just wait till the final fight, dude. Hinokami motherfucking Kagura they, all day Hinokami long. Hinokami Kagura all over the place? Uh, <laughs> up and just down everywhere. the streets, dude. Literally. Spoiler alert. Ugh, I can't wait. I'm excited. Hinokami Kagura. Uh, yeah, I need so to read I'm, that. I just need to get it out of the way and read it. It's so good. It's so good. I honestly, I want to buy the last couple volumes. I like, they were in Target the other day, and I started like flipping through them, and I was like, ugh, it's just all one fight, dude. The last like five volumes it's just one big oh, fight. spoiler alert. i love it um love it. yeah so i think i'm gonna skip one piece honesty hey congrats to the people the studio behind it i hope everyone out there playing it enjoys it doesn't look like it's for me but uh you know enjoy go for it and dragon ball superheroes the movie gross 94 mil uh, worldwide, not as much as One Piece. Damn, I'm surprised. But it is the highest-grossing Dragon Ball Z movie to date. So good for them. Damn. Okay. Good for them. That's cool. The movies are good. They're uh, they're fun. Yeah, the last you one know, I saw was movie. just um, the Brawly one. Yeah. One, the, once they stop just regurgitating the exposition over and over, and they start fighting, it's a good time. I don't need to hear the plot five times. Like I heard it the first time and I we was like, it. I heard it. And then they had to say it again so that all the five-year-olds in the audience were up to date. <laughs> and then they said it like four more times. And I was like, guys, I, I know I, we got it. Broly came from a different planet. We're, we're he good. He hates Goku. Like just start throwing fireballs around, please. Yeah. Get it over with. Let me see it. <laughs> So I was, uh, I was clicking around on, on the interwebs, um, and apparently uh, Jeremy Renner's sister gave an update on his overall health oh, yeah. uh, afterwards. Um, she explained that they were thrilled with his recovery progress so far. Um, and so apparently he's doing, he's doing a lot better. So it says uh, he was trying to help somebody got stuck in the snow with a snowplow as like a neighbor. Hmm. And somehow the vehicle got free, uh, and in the rush to stop its movement, he was caught under the wheels oh, of the plow. Jesus. He was airlifted to a hospital where he's been since then. Uh, was it New Year's Day? Um, she said, we're so thrilled with his progress. If anyone knows Jeremy, he's a fighter and doesn't mess around. He's crushing all the progress goals. We couldn't feel more positive about the road ahead. Um, and so the sheriff was saying, at this point in the investigation, we do not believe that he was impaired at all. And we believe this is just a, a tragic accident. Um, the sheriff's office is in possession of the the snowplow, and they're analyzing it to rule out any potential mechanical failure uh, mechanical failure um, of why it may have started to roll. This is part of our normal investigation process for any major investigation. As mentioned earlier, this investigation is ongoing. However, we do not suspect any foul play. Uh, I want to repeat that we do not suspect any foul play. We believe it was just an accident. Um, and the sheriff said he's an honorary deputy sheriff, which is cool. Uh, uh, his popularity amongst kids in the Marvel movies he has is a huge impact on those kids um, that he touched during shop with the sheriff. Hmm. I can guarantee they will never forget that moment that they got. He shared his time with us, um, with us there, and not only shopped with a few kids, but interact with the kids. 
he had a huge impact not only in this office and helping us with our outreach with Shop with the Sheriff, which is our biggest event, but throughout the community, he has been very generous. And he's one of those individuals that I can tell you most of the time you don't know uh, what that you don't know that he's doing it. Um, but what he has made is a tremendous impact on this community. So apparently he's like really big. Um, like I've heard other people talking about how he, he just does like a lot for like his community there. Mm-hmm. And that the person that he was trying to help was like a neighbor. And everyone was like, yeah, that's like totally on brand. So apparently he's a super nice guy. And he's like always helping out. And this wasn't any different. Just horrifically unlucky just, at the time. Yeah, just a freak accent. So my man better be back slaying yeah. arrows yeah. in in Marvel movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm wishing him a speedy recovery. I really like Jeremy Renner. Like everything I see him in, he's always consistent. It's it's really yeah. nice to hear that he's a good guy too. It's it's always the worst when you got somebody that's like dopey shit, and then you find out they're just horrendous in person. Yeah. He's hilarious in the Avengers movie too. Like he he has he is, like yeah. some some really great like deadpan humor. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely got a, a good grasp on the character. He was fucking great in Wind River. I love that movie, man. Such a good fucking film. movie. Dude. Yeah, guys, go see Wind River. It's it's intense. With Elizabeth Olsen um, and Jeremy Renner, yep. and not an Avengers movie. It's freaking good. That's made by uh, Taylor Sheridan, who does uh, Yellowstone as well, which kind of mm-hmm. deals with some similar um, similar. Concepts, I guess, some similar uh, social issues in terms of like uh, indigenous women being abducted and uh, marginalized in the United States. Yeah, hearing States. that stat, hearing that stat, or I guess seeing that stat at the end of Wind River was like a kick in the nuts. Yeah, it's it's a, a, a jarring amount of indigenous women uh, that go missing like, and just never like found. Thousands a year across North and they're America. never found. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's really fucked up. Um, yeah, and they they kind of uh, sh- they shed a lot of light on that statistic and uh, the nature of of those lives and, and what's going on and how it affects people in Wind River and and then touch on it in uh, the Yellowstone show too. Yeah, I gotta I gotta give that a go. I'm watching um, so much stuff right now. It's pretty it's pretty good. It's I mean they got five seasons of ten or twelve episodes. So you got a lot. Some of the, some of the episodes are a solid hour, like fifty seven minutes. Oh damn! But it's a good show. I am enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I gotta give that a go. Kevin Costner kills it. Uh, the actress who plays his daughter, Beth Dutton. Beth Dutton. She good old American girl, Beth Dutton. The character's so well written. Kelly Riley. She's been in a bunch of stuff, but yeah, she she fucking kills it. It's a good show. It's a it's a very good show. Yeah, I, gotta, um, I gotta give that a go. So some other good shit coming out. Quarter one, we got Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. What is that? February twenty third, twenty seventh. Oh, it's that close. Shit. And then I think the next one is um. Uh, Guardians three, which had a great trailer. With the, uh, in the meantime, plan. Great I saw <laughs> I saw a TikTok where it's like when you're when you're a Marvel fan and you like you don't watch trailers and it was uh it was like this person was like recording and there's like these two guys were like sitting there like next to him and it was like one of the I think it was the the Quantum Mania trailer was playing and like they were like plugging their ears really hard and like one of them was like looking down with his eyes closed and the other one had his shirt like up over his eyes 
it's like they're like not watching and trying to like plug their ears like they wanted not like nothing Dude, they wanted to see and hear nothing of those trailers i'm i'm the same way like i'm gonna go see the movie apparently it's yeah, supposed like, to be like a monumental film in the marvel cinematic universe the like the real introduction of kang the conqueror yeah uh, i've seen uh, also a bunch of tiktoks about like little bits from like uh from infinity war like there was dialogue that scott has uh and in um shang chi like when they were talking to wong about the rings Hmm. the ten rings um like there seems to be a lot of like different little bits in like movies as far back as infinity war that are going to tie directly in with this oh that's cool yeah but i've also been trying to avoid like trailers as much as i can like i've seen like some of the theory crafting that people have been doing but Mm -hmm. i've I've avoided like everything I could about about the trailers. Yeah, I feel like that's the way to go. Like, give like as soon as I see the teaser trailer, like I'm in. Like, I, I'm in. You don't have yeah. to keep selling it. I'm in. Yeah, the, the Spider Man Far From Home trailer, um, a No Way Home trailer, just ruined the second one. Ruined so much for me. Yeah, dude, you know what trailer just... ruined everything for me? Jurassic World, the first one with Chris Pratt. There was mm-hmm. so much shit in that trailer. There's one where like the helicopter <laughs> falls through the, the atrium. And then it cuts right. to the scene. They're in the helicopter. They're over the atrium. I'm like, this is gonna crash. Oh, I wonder what's gonna yeah, happen. Like, I saw it. <laughs> Dude, my yeah. friend, my friends who were with me like hadn't seen any trailers, and I was like, you guys are so lucky because I knew everything that was gonna happen, which sucks. Yeah, which apparently sucks. it's it's not even like it's a completely different arm of the studio that does the the cut for the the trailer. Mm-hmm. So like frequently, it's not even like the director doesn't even have any say. Or like control over what gets made, yeah. Like what gets cut together for the trailer, and so like whoever's involved or whoever's in charge of that. Some some trailers are great; they give you just enough, and you're like, "Oh, this looks sick." And then other trailers are just like, I, I basically feel like I watched the movie, dude. In like one trailer. Do you remember? I think it was like 2015 when Terminator Genesis was coming out, which I think I had Arnold. Uh, I, I don't know some some other was Arnold in this one. I don't fucking know. Is that um, the most recent one? The new one I, with Gabriel Luna? Sure. Maybe. Um, I just know... I, I remember the director put out a statement because I saw the trailer. And in the trailer, spoilers uh, on Terminus, Ter- Terminator Genesis. There we go. If you haven't oh, seen no, it. I remember this one. Um, In the trailer, John Connor turns out to be a Terminator. Like, they, I guess through the first like two acts of the movie... He's the good guy, and then it turns out he's the bad guy, and that's a huge moment. And they put that in the fucking trailer. And the director made a public statement being like, why would they do this? Like, this is, like, the big moment where the audience goes, oh, ay, Dios mio. And, like... And it's in the goddamn trailer. Yeah, what the fuck? Dude, you want to talk about RSV? You want to talk about the flu? You want to talk about COVID? Fuck all that. Fuck those pandemics. There's a spoiler pandemic going on. Truly. It's out of it's control. Problem. Go watch the movie. Speaking of Gabriel Luna, he's in uh, The Last of Us. Really? Yeah. That's the guy so from uh, uh, Andor, right? No, it's a different guy. No, this is... Um, he played he played the... The, uh, the T... Whichever in uh, The Dark Fate That's Terminator. Right. The most That's recent right. one. Oh, okay. That was the most recent one. Yeah, um, he also played uh, fucking uh, Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield. Oh shit! Okay, which yeah, was he very plays, fucking cool. Uh, Pedro Pascal's brother. 
Oh, very yeah, cool. He plays Tommy. Oh, he plays Tommy. Yeah. <gasps> Fuck yeah. That's pretty cool. I love it. I can't wait, dude. To. They did. They did such a good job with uh with uh, his Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield. Hmm. He plays um Robbie Reyes. He's like the I think he's the current uh he's the current one in the comics right now. And he has the uh like the old like I don't know what year, but he's got like the old charger with like the big the big like blower on the hood. Okay. And so, you know, Johnny Storm or Johnny Blaze, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> uh wrong franchise. He has the the like the bike, you know, the motorcycle. Yeah. Like that's his his ghost rider like thing. Uh but in this one for Robbie Reyes, it's the it's that charger. So like the blower starts spewing out fire, like the tires turn into like fire. And it's just it's so cool. And they did such a good job with him in Ages of Shield. And he did a really good job playing uh Ghost Rider. That's awesome. Yeah, everybody raves about that show. Oh, it's so fucking good. The only <laughs> like it, it's it's both its downside and its upside is how long it is. It's like seven or eight seasons of like twenty something episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's so much TV, but fuck me up. It's so good. If you like Marvel, like I, I almost say you have to see Agents of Shield. That's great. That's so good. That's great. Um, you like know, I'm, how, I'm runs, I feel like just, it runs in tandem with some of the MCU movies. So you get the when Shield gets uh blowed up from the inside out with Hydra, mm-hmm. like that happens in the show, and like you get to see like that impact on Shield on the inside, like in the show. Ugh, so good. I fucking love that, Don. I just so like. Good. So many fans are so passionate. So like, when when they're, when they're invested in a series and the payout is good, they feel like it was all worth it. Like it, it just warms my nerd heart. You know, it makes me yeah. feel good. I'm sick of all the crap out there. It's too much crap, DC. Yeah, we'll man. We'll we'll Bummer. see we'll see what's up with um, what's it called? Uh, 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 Shazam, right? When does that come out? Is that is that coming out soon? I have no fucking idea. Fury, actually. Fury of the Gods. I saw a trailer for it when I saw Avatar with my grandma. Comes out March seventeenth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, that's not too bad. Soon. That's not too far away. What and, what a bummer! Like that whole like the whole DCEU is in right now. Like that whole predicament. Dude, as long with, as they uh, keep making Batman movies, I'm I'm okay. Yeah, but like I want more than that. Yeah, no, 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 I I feel bad for um DC fans for sure. They just they couldn't they couldn't get this uh universe together. They couldn't do anything really yeah. cohesive. I will well, say like, Matt Marvel's... Reeves the Batman was fucking really good though. It was good. It's just like Marvel started like the slow game. Like they they went the the slow and calculated route like a decade ago. And DC didn't and so now they're trying to play catch up and they're trying to weave through, you know, this giant universe like Marvel has been doing the past 10 years. And it's like, you can't just like spin up a universe and be like, Hey everyone, are you excited? It's like, I mean, not really. I, (laughs) I mean, the, the movies leading up to the justice league were okay. I honestly, I wasn't crazy about Batman versus Superman. I wasn't crazy about man of steel. And then Justice League, I mean, unfortunately, um, the director was met with tragedy. And yeah. then I, I also feel like the main problem was Zack Snyder's take Zack on Snyder, thank you. 
his his take on Superman is like Zack Snyder doesn't know how to do like upbeat and like positive characters. And so like that's what Superman is. Like just at his core, he's just good, like pure good. And like Zack Snyder only knows how to do like dark and broody. So it's like that doesn't really work for Superman. Is, is that and like that's you don't think so? I mean, I'm I'm not a, I'm not, not a huge all. DC fan, so I can't. Yeah, he's like he's he's like a Boy Scout. Like he's just like, you know, just he's just a happy character. Like he's just a very positive, bright character. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like there's he has there's there's no end to his hope, and like his his like optimism, like that's who he is as a character. And then Zack Snyder gives you this like, you know, dark and broody and like I'm Superman. You know, like I'm a, I'm a I'm a wandering nomad who keeps to himself, and it's like that's not that's not Superman, that's not Clark Kent at all. Yeah, and so just like that's why I feel like I mean I liked Man of Steel, like I thought it was fine, but like it just he's just too dark. And then in that movie, spoiler alert, he kills General Zod. Like, how are you gonna make a Superman movie where he kills somebody? He, I mean, he didn't want to. He really did not want to. Right, but he still does it. <laughs> like, why put him in a okay. position where he has to yeah. kill? Like, you know, you know what I mean. Like, Superman doesn't kill people. It was the same thing with Batman and Batman versus Superman. Like, Batman is just killing people, and it's like both of my, these characters. That was my have... favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> like he has, like they both have a very, very, very like strict no kill rule, mm-hmm. and and both of their movies are just killing people, and it's just like, well. That's those aren't my characters. Those aren't my heroes. Yeah, I I almost you know? I almost I I think they really fucked up by bringing in Josh Whedon to finish out production on the Justice League because he has such a different. I don't think Josh Whedon has any style, quite frankly. No, he doesn't. He just he he's just also makes an asshole. The movie apparently he's a he's an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he just I mean, you, if you look at the Avengers, there's no style. Some of the frame rates of those scenes drives me bananas because it looks like uh, a soap opera. Honestly, I don't know why he insists on f- filming at a higher frame rate. Um, yeah, because I think film shoots at is it 24 or 30 frames per second? Uh, I believe it's 24. It's 24, right? 29. Or yeah. yeah. Um, and there, there's some scenes that are just like an increased. Uh, frame rate it just looks freaking weird dude um and but they were like oh josh whedon did a superhero team-up movie let's just get him to do the like like uh, how st- but the funnily, funnily enough his brother jed whedon took over agents of shield for most of it and he crushed it hmm. like arguably agents of shield was like at its worst when it was joss whedon at the beginning it's just yeah, Zack Snyder's style is so different. It's yeah. like it's like, oh, you're like oh, you're missing someone on the soccer team, and you're like, oh, I got this baseball player here. You play sport, right? Why not play this sport? Like, no, it's it's you're an athlete, different. Right? We have different skills. <laughs> this is different. These are different you sports. Can run different and skills, kick, right? Yeah, just do it. It's fine. Yeah, so they they really fucked up there because that should have been their big movie. Unfortunately, it grossed a ton of money. Even though it was yeah. absolute dog trash, most movies pretty much 
do nowadays, which is a bummer. Six hundred fifty-seven million budget was three hundred mil. Yeah, so they they made money. What I'm really excited for. Oh are, no, I'm, it, it I'm, had to hit a break-even point of seven hundred fifty million dollars. Holy fuck. Oof. Okay, you know what? Because don't. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, don't 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 put out absolute hot dumpster trash. And expect the fans to come out in droves. You know what yeah. I mean? It, that's messed up. I feel like you you betray the people that are keeping your company alive when you when you just greenlight dog shit like that. It makes me salty, it's... Robert. It makes me salty. <laughs> it, as it should, because us being uh, game enthusiasts, we see it enough there, and we don't we don't need it in our movies either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of games coming out, Dead Space Remaster Remake, uh, January twenty seventh. I'm stoked. And Forspoken, then... January twenty fourth. That's right. Forspoken looks great. Hogwarts Legacy, February second. Mm-hmm. Got some good shit coming out. Did I did I send you this meme I saw the other day? I mean, I I, I honestly know. I feel bad because there's this huge riff in the community between whether or not to play Hogwarts Legacy because people, oh yeah, yeah yeah people don't want to uh support it because JK so Rowling is transphobic but also she didn't make this game so i don't it it sucks it's a shitty place right. for the fans to be in yeah so like here's here's my stance so two things so one um she's been a billionaire for a very long time hmm. um so like as much as like, you know, I think it's you know okay and maybe advised to like try and boycott her stuff. Um, you not buying this video game is not going to hurt her bottom line. So it's not like you're voting with your wallet to like affect her bottom line. Like that's just not that's not going to be a thing anymore. Like her and like the next five generations of her bloodline are set for life. That's just unavoidable at this point. Hmm. And then also too. Like, yeah, like you mentioned, like she had, I, I'm pretty sure, effectively zero input on the game at all. Yeah. And like the only reason why she's going to be making money is because this is the the universe that she built yeah. or like the world that she built. And it's like, I feel like it's okay to not buy the game. And I feel like it's okay to buy the game. Like buying the game isn't going to make you a bad person. And it's not you advocating for like the poor treatment of these marginalized groups. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck her. She sucks. She's already made her money. She's already fucking got hers, unfortunately. Like, that that ship has sailed. We're not going to, you know, make any sort of dent in her in her pocket. So, you know, like, I, fuck it. Dude, I, re- I respect that stance. You know, let, let people make their own decisions. Yeah. Like, it's okay I, to I, not I, buy it. Yeah. No, I, I understand it. But I also think buying it doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah, I mean, I I really hope I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan myself, but I hope that you know a portion of the community could say, "Hey, like we don't fucking like you, but we we love this world, and we've loved it yeah. for 20 years, and we wanna you know we wanna enjoy the content created." Um, so I I I hope they can, cause the game does look good. It's really I mean, when's the last time like a good Harry Potter game came out? It was on like Game Boy Color, right? 
like open like, like a proper like RPG like this, never. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> dude, Harry, like, Harry Potter on Game Boy Color was the shit, dude. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. I did not play that one. Oh my god, you you missed get an emulator going. What what an experience. It it was fantastic. My first uh my first Pokemon that was like mine was Game Boy Color. Pokemon Yellow on a yellow Game Boy Color. Ooh. It was a good time. That's how you knew your parents loved you. Yeah, man. You're strutting your stuff with Pokemon Yellow and a Game Boy Color. I had Pokemon Yellow, a Game Boy Color. My Pikachu's name was Buddy. <laughs> and he was my buddy. And he fact. was a dog. <laughs> and he was a dog. He was the greatest, and I loved him. Um, That was mine. Yeah, and then, like, the, the first game console that I got, that was mine, because I grew up with three older brothers. Mm -hmm. So, like, there were, there were no, like soul solely owned game consoles um and then so the first one that i got that was like for me and me alone was a ps2 when i was in like middle school what what was that like unwrapping that oh it was pretty tight i i unwrapped games first i think and i was like oh shit these are playstation games yeah. and then it was, a, it was a ps2 slim Ooh, not that big fat boy sexy pretty cool i was i was pretty cool dude I, re I remember unwrapping my ps2 it was my 12th birthday and there's this iconic photo of me hugging grandma Didi as tightly as i can with a half unwrapped uh ps2 on the table next to us and another picture That's of adorable. me with grandpa candy i got my, like my arm around him i'm wearing a Yu-Gi-Oh t-shirt and i'm just like <laughs> loving life man <laughs> what a birthday and they bought me a, a wildy coyote looney tunes game and i think i had like virtual fighter 4 and uh like the italian job maybe on ps1 those are the, the games Yo, what I got. a movie oh and they bought me uh it was a 3d pac-man game it was a pac-man platformer on ps2 and they're like oh pac-man and wild e coyote dude that wild e coyote game was pretty good i'm not gonna lie what was this pac-man world i think it was just pac-man world 2 it was it was not bad. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one, bro. Get get the blow the dust off the PS2 slim. Get you some Pac-Man World <laughs> 2. It looks exactly like Banjo Kazooie. How so, much? Somebody how needs much to are get PlayStation 2s nowadays? I wonder. Dollars, dude. You think, you Several think like dozens. Dollars. All right, let's see. All right, I'm on eBay. PS2. What? Oh well, this is like a huge collection. PS2 bundle 12 games $190 let me see let me see what they're selling for hold up jumpy and I I'm gonna be completely honest Rob jumpy and I we have two ps2s I know which one's mine because mine is a huge scratch on the top of it <laughs> still works perfectly disc tray's a little slow the disc tray's like right. an old dog with arthritis walking down the stairs <laughs> uh the n64s dude gun to my head I could not tell you which one's mine and which one's hers I'm so when we moved in together, I should have put a sticker on the bottom of mine. I have no idea. There's a an excellent condition refurbished PS2 Slim on Amazon for two twenty four. Dude, I'm seeing them. So one sold January fifteenth, ninety dollars. Bunch of games, hundred twenty dollars. A PS3, the big one, sold for two sixty. Here we go. A console for parts, yeah. Wow, so a working one, almost a hundred dollars. Holy crap! The silver one, hundred fifteen bucks. 
Wow, dude. I I would not expect that. I guess I mean they're not making any more, right? If you got to work in PS2. It's a relic at they this point. They are not making them anymore, yeah. I mean, that's that's a <laughs> That's confirmed. That's a museum that piece. I know. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. That much I do know. They're not being made anymore. Damn Battletoads on the the NES cartridge going for 130 bucks Ooh. at this uh at this like retro game store near me. Dude, when I um eventually when I like I don't know, I got like money to blow. One thing I would love to get into for no reason is buying sealed uh video games. That's anytime I'm at like a like a, a shop and they've got like sealed copies of like Smash Bros or like Jet Force Gemini or like the N sixty four games that I loved and they're sealed. There's something inside me that just I just I need it, you know? <laughs> And that's the thing. It's sealed. I'm never going to open it and play it. It's the dumbest thing to buy. It's the worst thing I can spend money on. I'm going to put it on a shelf and it's going to sit there and it's going to be my kid's problem one day. And I know that. Truly. But every time I see it, I'm going to be like, yeah, I got that. One sold Jeff Force Gemini sealed from Mexico. $160, brother. $160. It's in, it's in pretty good condition. Yeah, no, that's that's the dumb hobby I would love to have. That's gonna be my old man like ships in a bottle thing. <laughs> like, you know, that'd be <laughs> the ships in the bottle. That's perfect. Dude, my grandpa used to do that to me when I was a kid. When like Phantom Menace came out, he got me a Darth Maul action figure. He was like, "Don't open it." I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I like ripped it open. I don't regret that for a second. But he was the one who was like, you, you got to keep everything in the box. And I was like, no way. You are crazy. No shot. They're coming out. Zero percent chance of that, dude. Man, we got confirmation that there's uh, AAA um, Avatar games that are being developed. There's supposed Ooh. to be like a... Uh, uh, like a the last like Airbender RPG. or Blue People? Uh, the last Airbender. Okay. I'll never give a shit about anything Blue People Avatar. <laughs> I see you. The new movie was fine. I'm they, sure it was once fine. the blue people start killing humans, that's when I was like, "All right, dope. This is what we came for." You're like, "Fuck, I'm in. I want to." Yeah, see like me. I'm I, like, I "This is why I've been people. sitting here this whole time with these stupid glasses on my face and a migraine." Yeah, I want to see you wreck <laughs> some humans. Glasses, right? <laughs> Dude, I was talking to. I, I made a new friend on set yesterday. We were talking about Avatar, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I snuck into the movie." to go see it in 3d and i was like how'd you get glasses he's like i reached into the bin at the end of the theater where it says recycle <laughs> your glasses them. i pulled a pair out i i co coated them down with purell and i sat down and i watched the movie and i like laughed i was like wait are you serious he's like oh yeah I'm like, All right, nice hey you saved yourself 21 dollars literally good for you got got a, a double feature we also found out that um uh, I think you've heard us mention it before uh, that the the Netflix adaptation for uh, Avatar, mm -hmm. um, ten million dollars an episode. Ooh, dude, is that becoming like the market price for TV? That's shows? like apparently, if you can swing it, you get you're getting good good budgets. You're getting ten so million episode. So straight up Game of Thrones budget. So they're it's gonna be they got a hundred million dollar budget for the first season, which is ten episodes good good for them man hey uh once again the fans deserve it they've been so loyal all these years give them give them some good content oh, give us some good fucking food 
Yeah, far so getting get so M Night Shyamalan the fuck out of here, please. Get him away from my my <laughs> avatar, please. But yeah, so it's uh, they said it's ten episodes, uh, hour long each. So we get ten hours runtime for the first season, uh, which is the same amount of time as the cartoon. So we'll get they're just longer episodes. You know, it's like the cartoon okay. was like little twenty minute episodes. So it's basically going to be three episodes worth of, you know, of the the cartoon that should be bundled into each episode. Okay. So to kind of give them time to like really flesh out like those episodes, but so it'll be same same overall runtime. They'll just be hour long. And this is a, uh, a Netflix series. Yeah, the Netflix live action right. adaptation. Okay, let's see what's so up. Dude. I'm I'm so I'm I'm right in the perfect place to just be absolutely soul crushed. Dude, we're both this, getting this hundred sucking. million dollar series. You're getting Avatar: The Last Airbender. I'm getting One Piece. Getting one piece and there's yeah. a Yu Yu Hakusho live action. So we'll see. Really? I don't, I don't know, know if I knew I don't about know. that. We'll see. Um, yeah, damn. I don't know how much money they're getting. Judging by the the promotional images, that looked like that looked like ten ten grand an episode, not ten mil. But we'll mm. see. <sighs> yeah, I mean, is I want to be wrong about One Piece. It's just like I don't. I, I just don't know if like that type of anime can be adapted into live action successfully. Yeah, it's a very silly world. I don't know. Hey, we'll we'll see. The showrunner was like, "I'm the biggest One Piece fan ever." I'm like, "All right, dude, step aside, relax." <laughs> I'll have you know, I'm the biggest One Piece fan ever. There's so. a million other otaku nerds who would say the same. So, we'll see. We'll see what you could do with ten million dollars every how long does it take to shoot an episode two weeks three weeks let's see what you could do i yeah Dude, I the, guess, fall, right? the fallout show apparently 100 mil for the first two episodes that's crazy was the, was the room i i i think that's unconfirmed that right is now crazy but they had to cut an episode because the budget is so insanely high that's all i know at this point that's all i'm at liberty to say and that I'm finding out that information like fourth hand. That's essentially a rumor. But we shall see. I really want them there's no way it's that much money. That's crazy. Dude, I mean, Amazon blew so much money on the Lord of the Rings show, too. Stupid amounts. And everyone said that show was okay, I guess. It was yeah, it was It was okay. I like I don't know. I just I watched it. I don't even know if I really enjoyed it. Honestly. I'm not even trying to be like salty like I don't want to sound like the guy who hates everything. I just thought I was underwhelmed. And I think a lot of people have said the same. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of seems like everyone I'll say this. I would I would rather okay. watch any of the 3 Lord of the Rings movies than watch that season of the show again. Yikes. Yeah. Hey, they tried. Um, That's all you can do at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. Is is what it is, dog. Is there going to be more to it, or is it just that? Oh, there's yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot more. That's that's the okay. thing too. They like they set you up for a lot more. So yeah, we'll see what's up when Daddy uh, Sauron rears his ugly head. Maybe uh, things will start ramping up. We'll we'll see. Here's, here's to hoping. That. Um, and then March, Resident Evil 4 remake. 
which Resident Evil was when that four is when that series peaked. What was that like 2005, 2006? That was it. So I'm so freaking happy they remade this game. Shut up and take my money. Um, and then March is also Mandalorian season three. Yes, please. Thank you, Disney. Finally, some the good fucking shows. The, March first. The best part of a uh, of Boba Fett was the Mandalorian episodes, which is truly unfortunate. Yep. This is what it is. I still need to watch Andor because everyone says that's the only good Star Wars show stuff that's come out so and, far. Andor was pretty good. Definitely a slow start. I went on like a full 10 minute rant after the first two hour long episodes where I was like, what is happening? Like nothing has happened. The first two episodes, like, please, like, give give me something. But a uh, pretty good show. Pretty good show overall. Nice adult Star Wars. It was like, I don't know, it was a, a definitely geared towards a more mature audience, which I appreciated. Hell yeah. Yeah. Did you see that uh, uh, Mel Brooks's History of the World Part 2 is coming out? I, dude, I saw that they were making that. I, um, yeah. I got to see this teaser trailer they put out. History of the World. My mom showed me that when I was maybe like 10 or 11 years old. It was fucking yeah. hilarious, dude. It's so good. Dude, everybody is in this bitch. The, fucking uh wanda sykes nick kroll uh ike Barinholtz, uh fucking josh gad camille nanjiani seth rogan jb smooth the world is like mandatory viewing absolutely like pretty it, much anything mel brooks you have to see yeah it's it's just good fucking comedy but, but yeah they're uh that cast it's got literally fucking everybody in it Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, I got I know. I saw today that they released a, a teaser trailer, so I'm stoked for that. Good for Mel Brooks. I mean, that man is still in his nineties. He still got it. He's dude. still kicking. He still got it. Good for him. My God, ninety six years old and five foot five. He and I are seeing eye to eye. Love that. <laughs> God bless him. Young Frankenstein, oh. Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, History of the World Part One, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, The Producers. The Producers. I mean. Un- untouchable those are six like untouchable films truly <sighs> truly a mastermind good for him and then pause of fury the legend of hank what oh no he does a voice in that yeah okay he does quite a bit of voiceover work i'm pretty sure or at least he used to anyway yeah good for him yeah i'm sorry we got some good stuff coming out these next couple months good time to be a we nerd got some we got some good shit We'll have some salty takes. So, so we got uh, Last of Us in 20 minutes. So I'm, um, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. So um, also, what we did, what did we do? We did um, the French Dispatch. Yeah. French Dispatch. It was a good one. Not not my favorite of his. Yeah. But it was still very good. So those of you that haven't seen the French Dispatch came out in 2021? 2020? 2022? This is most recent movie. Some shit like that. Yeah, it came out not so long ago. Um, but if you like Wes Anderson, it's very much a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, once again, he's got an all-star cast. And it was shot beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's got some funny moments. Beautifully. Dude, his use of symmetry, his use of color. Oh, unbelievable. Of environmental storytelling. I just I love it. I love it. It was it was great. Um You know what, what I do you lo- want to watch? Sorry. 
what do you want to watch next? You you're asking about. I mean, we could something. we could stay on Wes Anderson. Maybe do Life Aquatic, Grand Budapest Hotel. We can we Grand can Budapest move Hotel. on. You know, really good one. I should I don't know I shouldn't be in charge of picking the movies anymore. I did like the menu. I did like the the French Dispatch. Not my favorite again, but the menu was good. I'm glad we watched the menu. Me too. Would would it, it took me a bit to get into because I like I didn't realize how how much of a satirical like horror comedy was going to be, mm-hmm. and like it took me a bit to get into it because of that. Where it was like they leaned into the satire of like the bougie, like chef and food world, mm-hmm. like they did that great. But like going into, it, I didn't realize that's what it was going to be. So like it just it came off really pretentious at first until I realized what they were doing. I was like, okay, and it started to kind of grow on me. Dude, I so if you're gonna if you're gonna watch it, I wouldn't be surprised if those restaurants exist. Oh, they most certainly do. Yeah, like just the super, just like relax as fucking food. Like, calm down. It is starting to get a little bit better, but like when the whole like restaurants were like racing towards uh, Michelin stars and James Beard awards, mm-hmm. it was just like just ridiculous. Like you could taste uh, the protein every yeah. every bite. It was just, yeah, it was just ridiculous. It was just all about, like, you know, uh, gastrochemistry and mm-hmm. fucking, like, you know, these, like, new wave gastro pubs. And it's just like, God, you guys are, like, so pretentious. Dude, I like, honestly, I respect all that. My baseline is that you should never leave a multi-course dinner hungry. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. I understand pr- portions are important. How much you're going to ingest, you know, some things are extremely flavorful, whatever. You don't want to have like a, a whole plate of it, you know, there's yeah. multiple courses, but you should not leave hungry. That's yeah. the that's whole like criminal. the whole like, oh, like multi-sensory like food experience. Like you don't only eat with your mouth, like you eat like with your sense of smell and your eye. Like shut up. Give I, me food to eat. I think that was one of the things Enough. I respected about the menu was there were the multi-sensory courses that were just one or two bites but then the main course was a heavier protein dish i was like okay like yeah Yeah. we're we're gonna eat tonight i love that yeah like i'm like don't get me wrong i'm bougie like i'm cool with it but like that can't be your your main selling point no like i shouldn't have to grab a slice of pizza after dinner you know right like i shouldn't have to go run by fucking five guys on the way home yeah no absolutely fucking not then you failed then zero michelin stars zero stars Great shame onto your family. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Did you uh? You fuck you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Did you see the the food that I got from that food truck yesterday? No, dude. I, I ended up being at work until channel. two o'clock in the morning. Hit um, up, hit up food discuss real quick. Let me hit up the food discussion channel. Hit it up real quick. I want to get a live reaction. Let me see. Oh, oh my god. Are those be? Oh, what is that? Oh, tandoori god. tacos and beer quesadilla. You fucking naughty boy brother when wow. i tell you those tandoori tacos were i don't have words i can't put them in words if you like if you look at it and like understand that it's it's like tandoori chicken but in in tacos mm-hmm. um just know that it tastes exactly as you think they do based on that picture is that a tortilla or a pita i'm looking at for for which one the, uh, the, the tandoori tacos yeah yeah, it's tortilla. It's okay. like it's like fried, so, not like fried, but like you know. Let, let me paint yeah. our listeners a, a picture real quick. You've got these beautifully browned uh, half moon tortillas. Uh, there's it looks like four, five of them. 
just laying on each other, just perfectly spooning the next. And then it's drizzle. It's got some white crema, little ramekin of hot sauce, little ramekin of some uh, green sauce. I mean the just the color of these tacos, and then that quesadilla, dude. The quesadilla was was good. The ta- the tacos better. The quesadilla was solid. Oh my god, very solid. But I got it from a it was like an uh, Indian Mexican fusion. It's called the Urban Turban. <laughs> okay, nice. It was fantastic. Love that name. Absolutely fantastic. Holy shit, tandoori chicken. So. Oh. Congrat, Rob, you fucking earned it, man. Bro, they were wonderful. Absolutely oh wonderful. God. This is what life's all about. This. This is why life is worth living. These two dishes. They were uh, spectacular. God damn. I'm so jealous. I'll have to run you by uh, when y'all come to visit. Yes, please. All of this, please. Two of everything. Love Ugh. that. Oh, I'm hungry. Terrible. All right, uh, I'm going to grab go, something go get to eat some food. Yeah, get for some the last food of us. Last we got uh, 15 minutes, 14 minutes. I'm super excited. Friends. Just have time to get ready. Let's get ready. Um, I'm super excited. We're going to be back on uh, next week. We'll talk Last of Us. We'll talk Life. Maybe we'll talk George Santos. We'll see what else uh, comes to oh, light about man. him. Dude, oh, my God. My guy lives to lie. He loves to lie. He just can't it almost seems It seems compulsive at this point. Yeah, dude, stop. Why are you yeah. doing this? It's literally because is the answer. Did you think you would never get caught, you crazy person? <laughs> so the also really funny implication is his birth certificate has never been made public. Okay. So like we don't actually know what his name is. Oh my stop it, dude. If because because he we've heard different things, like we don't know. <laughs> And, and the, like, I just none of us would be surprised. Like literally none of us. Literally. I, I love that all the New York uh, senators are just like, nah. We're like, you you could be here, but we're not working with you. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's there fine. was um, I forgot who it was. I saw an article today. It was somebody who was basically saying like, if he like, there's uh, allegations that he committed campaign uh, finance like fraud. Mm-hmm. And I think it was was it former uh speaker uh paul ryan that fucking idiot um he was saying that he he could be removed from congress if he's found guilty on those those charges yeah so if the if the gop wants a free fall guy like he's the prime candidate because like he does not look good for them being a compulsive liar about fucking everything no but he's another he's another seat in the house so that's true that is true. Yeah. So it's going to put them in an interesting I think position. he resides over my area, too. Or a uh, portion of Are my area. Are you one of his constituents? I, I honestly might be, which is crazy. Yo, call your congressman, dude. This is crazy. <laughs> see if you can get see if you can get him to join us on the podcast and we can just talk George, to him. Yeah, let's set the record straight. George? We'll get the real. Should the I call real... you George? Tony? I don't know what to. Anthony? I, you know what? what? what I, I like this. I'm going to reach out to him this week. I'll reach out to his people. Reach out to his people. See what uh, we can get his out. people will talk to our people, and uh, we'll put them in touch with Big Cry. Who's who's our people? We need a we need a secretary. We need That's we need that guy cry. in the chair. You know how Joe Rogan has Jamie, <laughs> right? Big Cry, pull that pull that up real quick. We need we need Big Cry. Where is he? He's sleeping, <sighs> sleeping on the job. Unbelievable. Always sleeping dude. on the job, man. I'm cut. Yeah. I'm taking this out of your pay. He doesn't. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. He gets one less one less can of wet food. 
Oh, well, that's cruel. <laughs> now I yeah, just feel right. I don't want to start. Fine. Dude, right, fine. Extra, extra wet food. Fine. Egg, yeah, I'm, you're getting fine. stuff, dude. You're going to hate the wet food. I'm buying you wet food, but it's going to be the pate. It's going to be gross. Ugh. Yuck. Usually, oh, I, usually I, I they always... get grilled with gravy. They get good shit. You're nah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Outside. They love they love the pad thai. There's no, You're... I can't punish them. Less cuddles, then we both that, lose. Dude. You know, it's a lose lose, truly. Right? Fucking hell, dude. Kids, kids these days. Kids these days can't live with them. Cats can't live these... without them. <laughs> God, I love cats. They're so cute. They're so freaking cute. How's your cat? She's doing. She's doing good. Trying to, I'm trying to get her out of her shell. I like it's that. very, it's a very slow moving game, mm-hmm. but we're getting there one day at a time. Keep, yeah. I, I like that she's lovey dovey. That's a good sign. She's wonderful. She loves, she loves being pet. That's great because my new she's cat hates human contact. So, oh no, <laughs> yeah, you got one up on us in that department. The poor girl. Poor, Mine's poor just really girl, shy. Please. She's so shy. Ours is not shy, but she wants what she wants, and don't touch. She bites. No pets, only only touch. No pets, only pate. <laughs> yeah. Less pets, more pate. <sighs> okay. Hey, Alex picked her out. This is this is her fault. It's all her fault. Yep. She do. I will say, our new cat is so freaking cute that she could stick around. It's fine. She's adorable. She's great eye candy. And she slap boxes Big Crime, which is also pretty cute. And we got that on camera. So, like, all right. We're getting some entertainment. It's fine. It's all worth it. You could stay. It's all worth it. I'm still waiting on her first rent payment, though. When's that going to come? Oh, my God. Pay up already. Pay or up. evicted. You lazy animal. Ugh. You all she does is lounge around. Like, she owns the place. Right? Crazy. Unbelievable. The audacity these Can days. I claim them as dependents on my uh, W-2? I mean, you can. Um, uh, that does increase your chances of being audited at some point. Um, but like, yeah, physically, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Okay. I don't condone t- uh, tax fraud. Really? Because just... what you're telling me right now is you could probably do tax fraud. I'm not condoning. I'm just saying that you could. Okay. Like, there's nothing actually stopping you from doing it and getting the money. Um, aside from knowing that it is aside from hefty fines and a potential prison sentence, correct? Yeah. Okay. So you could be fined and/or in prison for some amount of time. You and can't money. see it, but I'm I'm like uh, raising and lowering my hands like a scale, kind of weighing the pros yeah, and cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tax fraud. I don't know. Yeah, it can be done, and there is a chance that you don't get caught. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Whether you choose to do so is entirely up. I to mean, you. do people really end up going to jail for tax fraud? I feel like. Like, prove um, it, you know? I mean, they can. Fun fact, Martha Stewart did not go to prison for insider trading. What did she go to prison for? Making false statements to the FBI. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. She didn't actually get charged and convicted on insider trading. That's a gramble, too, you know? So if she literally just shut the fuck up and didn't talk to the FBI without her lawyer, she never would have seen jail time. It's just like the FBI is always trying to trap you, right? Or like, all right, if there's anything you haven't told us, are you sure? Right. We're going to find and so, out. And you're like, yeah, good luck. And then they actually find out. And you're like, fuck. You rolled the if dice. A- you know? If there's anything you take away from listening to this episode of the podcast is do not talk to the police at all without a lawyer present. Yeah. Don't even don't even tell them your name, date of birth, whatever. It is your, it is, unless you legally have to. 
some states require you to legally have. I mean, to they're be probably going to want to see some ID, so they're probably going to have that basic information. But right. what happened? Where were you last night? Blah blah blah. You shut the fuck up. It is your right as an American citizen to, to not self-incriminate. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen? Like, You're going to sit there in in the interrogation room, and it's going to be boring. I'm sorry. Yeah, and there is precedent set that you have to straight up say that you are invoking your right to remain silent. Because mm-hmm. if you just remain silent and not say anything, uh, that doesn't count. So, like, you have to say, I'm I'm invoking my right. Would that, would that be, like, impeding an investigation? Is there some lesser charge that they could potentially bring on you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Or, like, you can be uh, effectively compelled to answer mm-hmm. until you stated that you're invoking that right. Because just remaining silent doesn't count as enough notice that you're invoking the right. And so you have to tell them. Okay. So I'm, I'm, you got to state right to the rules first and then abide by them. That, that's fair. correct. You can't just yeah. sit there with your arms crossed because they're like, what's correct. going on? Are you invoking yeah, your right? You have to, you have to say, you got to sort of throw it. What's that? Like, just fill us <laughs> in. It's yeah, really just once courteous. you say, yeah, once you say, like, I don't, I will not talk to you without a lawyer. Like they can't continue. Like they can't keep asking you questions essentially. Okay. And so, like, until you do that, they can just, you know, and keep asking questions. And that's the thing. Questions. They can, in a lot of the True Kind podcasts that I listen to, they can and they will in an effort to, you know, extract information. They got to do, they have a job to do as well. Yeah. And they're allowed to lie to you, too. You're not allowed to lie to the police, but they are allowed to lie to you to get information well, out of it's, you. It's, it's, yeah, they, they will use forms of trickery, which isn't necessarily. Well, no, no, no. Illegal. Like, but legally, they are allowed to lie to you. Like, if they're asking you questions to extract information from you, like, they are allowed to say false things to you to get you to confess or to, like, divulge details. Ooh. Yeah. Is that admissible in court? It is. Fucking <laughs> sure hell, is. dude. That's kind of scary. Yeah. So, like, there's, so there's a number of – so, like, yeah, so that – they're legally allowed to lie to you, for one. Um, when they arrest you and they're reading you your Miranda rights, like, they say anything you say can and will be used against you. Like, why would you want to talk to somebody that can and will use anything you say against you in court? Yeah, that's a good I'm not going to give you anything to use against me in court, if that's the case. So, don't don't talk to the fucking cops. Yeah, th- there it is, people. Don't be like Martha Stewart. Don't don't put yourself in prison. Yeah, so. I've, lesson learned. Sorry, Martha. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Sucks to... <laughs> I'm, I'm just Don't happy do it, she's dude. doing well. I'm just happy she's doing well. Oh yeah, she's not hurting. She'll be fine. She'll be yeah. Right. She'll be all right. Yeah. Um, friends, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you. One next One of these week. days, we're gonna be on video. It's gonna be great. We're gonna be on video. Maybe, maybe next week. Keep those. Dare I say it? Peeled. Maybe next week. I don't know. Anything could happen. Yeah. Let's see. We'll fire up these cameras. You get to see me and Robert, our beautiful fucking faces. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to keep hard eye contact with my camera the entire time. Yo, you've seen NVIDIA Broadcast has uh, an AI-powered uh, thing that they added to it's like the whole NVIDIA Broadcast suite where it will maintain eye contact to the camera using AI. Like, you can look away, but it fixes the video to make it look like you're still looking at the camera. <laughs> can we please do a hard eye contact episode? It just we never break just, eye contact. Oh my know. god! I'm just picturing like two bulging like cartoon eyeballs like coming out of <laughs> like my googly skull. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Just for viewing pleasure. Enjoy. So, look out! It's coming. Look. <laughs> keep those peepers paled. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Keep Love you guys. Papers peeled. We'll see you next week. Keep it salty. Y'all have a fantastic night. Yeah, have a great night. Last of Us. Three minutes, baby. Let's go. I might. Yeah, and this is where uh, the song plays. Swamp Dad. Check him out. SoundCloud. Spotify. He's yep. everywhere. Yep. <laughs>